This isn't just metaphorical hump day. It's that I've been humped every day this week. We're still all getting humped just a few more days until Saturday. (laughs) I'm just trying to get to Friday. Friday being a fun day, I'm hoping. Aside from my birthday, we're spending almost all day recording. Actually, no. Filming our latest commercial, which is going to be our best of all the commercials thus far. So, And then afterward, go out for a little drink. Very nice. So I'm just trying to crawl through. And, and reaching hump day is, at least in this week, has been, uh, it's like almost getting halfway up Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, it's like those clips you see of the marathoner crawling to the finish line. They yep. can barely make it, but they're determined... And you feel good when you cross it. Some weeks are just like that. Other weeks, you're just like on ice skates the whole time. And right? Great analogy. Great picture. Yeah. It's all, everything was cold in my world. Maybe because I'm <laughs> cold right now. <laughs> Maybe. Well, shall we get this party started on this Wednesday? Hump us. All right. Inspiration, humor, levity. What you see is not what you get. What you get is up to you. What are you observing, and what is your takeaway? Not seeing? Not observing? We fix that. I think this is a pretty good illustration, this story, of a true kite flyer. Because a true kite, a true kite flyer is someone who observes, and then they execute, they learn, and they teach. So uh, applying that methodology, I was walking. It was early morning. I walked down to Starbucks uh, on my way. There was a piece of mirror on the sidewalk. Now, your average person's going to look at the mirror and they're going to keep walking. The kite true, flyer who's, who's going to be observant is going to say, well, that's odd that there's a piece of mirror on the sidewalk. I wonder where it came from. Uh-huh. And then your eye gets dragged to a severed side view mirror <laughs> um. that is in the gutter. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, and I'm just laying out the facts. Okay, I'm giving, I'm painting the picture as I saw it. A forensic analysis, if you will. Right, so that I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to paint my version of my recounting of what happened, but I will give everyone the same opportunity as I, as I saw it. So I'm walking to Starbucks, I see a piece of mirror, it guides me to see that there's a severed side view mirror that's laying in the gutter. I love that you use severed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no better term. It was severed. It a was decapitated, severed. a beheaded yes. yeah. side mirror. <laughs> a yeah, gruesome it was discovery. Definitely, yeah. It, it was forcibly removed <laughs> <laughs> involuntarily. <laughs> so immediately I go to three different thoughts. My first thought is, where the fuck has integrity gone? Why... why don't people have that thought process of, oh, shit, I just sideswiped that mirror. I know that I did it. I'm going to go back. I'm going to leave a note or I'll make amends somehow. I'll leave my information. There was no evidence of that on the windshield. And, and the person who was victimized was yet to discover this gruesome occurrence. Oh, so, this was a fresh crime scene. Yeah, it was early in the morning. So I assume it happened at night. Okay. And I I don't give a shit if it's fear. I don't give a shit if it's because you don't have insurance. I don't give a shit if you were intoxicated. You've got a fucking moral obligation to own up for your shit. 
right? One I don't would care think. what the cause was. You owe this person at least, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry at the very least. If not, do the right thing, which is to fucking pay for your mistake, like a, a true human being should, right? Mm-hmm. But there was no evidence that that was going to happen. So then that's one thing that I thought of. And then the second thing that I thought of is how people are, there's a tendency for people to be so fucking controlled by superstition and, and third-party forces. Okay. And I remember someone uh, close to me at one point in my life had broken a mirror and they were distraught. And I'm like, wow. well, honey, that wasn't that expensive of a mirror. <gasps> but I'm going to have seven years bad luck. <laughs> I'm like, for real, did you just say that as an adult? But it's funny, as I polled, because I didn't tell my team why I was asking these questions. I, I polled my team today and I said, how many of you believe that breaking a mirror is bad luck? And like literally four of them out of nine said yes. And I'm like, that's almost half of you guys. Well, I don't believe it's seven years, but I believe it's bad luck. Okay, why? What are the data right. points? What happened to you for you to make you think that that is true, right? Right. And it's always the, well, I had a cousin who had a friend who had a cousin that died <laughs> right. shortly after they broke a mirror. I'm like, no. No, I mean, you just some... had a friend who had a cousin who died. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Or, you know, you think of the the deductive reasoning. All right, maybe they were on their way out. And one of the evidences was that they fell and broke a mirror. And that was a consequence of their the impending demise. Like when I... I hear people say, oh, they fell, they broke their hip. You know, a lot of seniors... It cracks before, and that's right. when you fall, right? Their hip broke, and then they fell, right? So it, be careful of the cause and effect thing, right? If, if you remember, one of the other superstitions is you'll have bad luck if you walk under a ladder. I can guarantee you, you walk under a ladder enough times, you will have bad luck because sure. shit's going to fall on you. <laughs> what about crossing a black cat? Like Right. See, and then on Halloween, what happens? These poor black cats become a target, right? Yeah. It, it's like, you guys are fucking idiots. So, and I apologize to a minor degree if you are victimized by yourself believing in superstition and third-party energies guiding your life. If you've surrendered control to a third party, uh, you've got some problems, I mean, you, you, you really, you need some help. You need some workshops. You need some fun shops. We can, we can give you a hand and pull you out of that bullshit because you're basically relinquishing control of your life and your destiny. Yeah, the victim, right? Right. So that was thought number two, all because there was a piece of mirror on the ground. And then thought number three, logically, which ties us all together, is how many people would have had more than just a single thought, if even a single thought, of a piece of mirror on the sidewalk. I think most people would have just walked right the fuck by it. And, sure. Hey did, hey, did you see that mirror on the sidewalk? What mirror? Right. I don't think it would even be a question to the other person. <laughs> right. It would have just been business as usual. Right. Not not seeing the side side view mirror swiped off, not seeing, you know, the 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 thought process of people that believe in superstitions. All of that was triggered by a simple observation. Your world is so much smaller when you don't open your mind up to opportunity based on one single observation. And that's really short, sweet, and to the point of today's gift of the day. 
I will see something. My daughter is exceptional at it as well. My youngest daughter. She'll see something and it'll set her off. And she'll go way out there. And I'd love to watch it because you can see it because she physically detaches from her body, it looks like, in the moment. I'm like, where did you just go? I'm so excited to hear this. Mm. And then, and I'm like, yeah, that's the way you should look at life. Not just like uh, you hear the crunch under your foot and like, oh, I just stepped on a mirror. Yeah. So, so let me state real fast something that happened to me just the other day. And it's not in the moment, but it's very reflective of a moment. And I feel like this gift of the day is speaking to me. So what you see is not what you get. What you get is up to you. What are you observing and what is your takeaway? So you and I had this offline conversation and we were talking about Facebook and how you put your visit to the doctor for this biopsy on Facebook and the response that you got and how much that response meant to you. And I came at you with, I would never do that. Why did you do it? That's so not like you. And I thought, so I spent the rest of the evening reflecting on that and how critical I was. And here's my perspective that I came. Here's a different point that I came from, David. And I have to admit, one, I'm so sorry. And two, I feel like I told you I would never do that. Well, guess what? I have two parents that are alive. And I have someone that I live with, a life partner. And you were you were scared in that moment, right? And you were reaching out to people who love you on there. And you needed that in that moment. And All true. And I didn't see that because I was so busy looking at it through my eyes. And you can tell from... Uh, um, the way my voice is going, how yeah. fucking apologetic I am for my viewpoint. So here it is. I'm sorry. You know I love you. And it's taking pause to really realize there are other viewpoints. Well, so. you know what? First of all, let me say thank you for your apology. Let me also say that it's completely not necessary because I spent a good portion of the remainder of that evening also reappraising and my cousin Amber was here and talking about not only your perspective, but her perspective, she actually agreed with you and also uh, has disconnected from people that use Facebook specifically for just that platform. Hmm. That it's always the, I need to wring out the sponge and beg for some sort of sympathy and I, I have a couple of friends that, that borderline do that as well. And I'm like, okay, so there's multiple uses for social media. This is the first time I've ever reached out for support. And it was, and we're going we're gonna to drill down on this heavily on Sunday's uh, podcast. So if this is interesting to you, listen in on Sunday. One of the factors was I hadn't shared this with anybody. And let me, let me tell you something else that happened. OMG. When the Facebook thing blew up, all of a sudden I started getting texts from friends as well, which was great because it reconnected. Uh, I got a text from my sister busting my balls because what? I hadn't told oh. her. 
She's like, Ouch. why am I? Why am I finding out on social media, yeah. third party, and that's that you had a surgery? Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> for her, and that yeah. was my bad. Yeah, because and, and here's the thing: regardless of the size of my support group, I don't divulge these things, and and I hate it that I'm. I, we've all said it. Oh, I'm never gonna be like my parents. My dad told me he had prostate cancer after he had it for months and waited to tell us on Thanksgiving. And I said, that was a dick move. Yep. Well, I didn't want to burden you, right? Right. My, my mother didn't tell me about her cancer until it was way too late. And it was, it was now a situation that she was going to die from. Man, my dad survived his cancer. Both of them did the same damn thing that I just did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that I have cancer, but that I, I held yes. back because I, I, again, like you said, I didn't want to burden anybody. I also didn't want to bring anybody down. You know, the last post that I posted was me hungover as fuck because of the, the night of the speakeasy grand opening. People thought, oh, everything's Shangri-La in this guy's life. And that's kind of what, what I want is to represent this guy's fun. He's innovative. He's smart. He's entertaining. You know, he's all, he, he's all about improving quality of life and humanity. I don't want to bend that and have people think that I'm the, oh, woe was me guy. But I had a moment of weakness. I don't regret it because what came of it was an eye opener and worthy of at least one episode of podcast. So uh, there's a lot of different perspectives on this. And the fact that we're even having this deep discussion about it says it all. You know, it's all about observation. It's all about what you see and what you come away with. And there was just a little bit of, I felt like a tug of war between our two perspectives. But what, what's great about a tug of war is you got me to come a little bit towards your side and I, I got you to come a little bit towards my side. Isn't that what it's all about? Like That's exactly what it's all about. And that's why I share my perspective. That's why I share my observations as I see them. You've always had the disclosure that you love when people disagree with your perspective. 100%. And I did. I wasn't offended at all. I was taken aback a bit. I was like, "Oh, that's a that's so far different." Because normally we're at least on a similar page. Right. We were in two different books on two different ends of the shelf. Two different camps, <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I love it. Through that little crack in the armor grows a little tree, right? I love it. I love it. Yeah, and that's that's what we're all here to do is is grow. And I certainly saw you know, your perspective. And I'm, I'm, you know, I was hesitant, but I I posted a second one just to let people know that the procedure went okay. Yeah. And not to, not to much surprise, uh, there were very little bits of feedback. I, I knew you were going to observe that. I knew you were going to observe that. So great segue into today's homework. Like you said, most people fail to observe. Most people fail to think. Is that you? Is that yeah. you? Have you taken the time to see the different perspective, to see the different things on the ground and observe them in a different way? You know, and I think that a lot of this, it requires being able to be in the moment. For sure. I think most people, you know, I'm walking down the street, I'm heading towards Starbucks, and then I usually cross the street and I go to get my kombucha. My mind is tabla rasa, baby. It's it's blank. I'm just absorbing that wonderful time Ooh. charging myself before I get to work. I am not doing the whole let's go 15 deep 
in terms of task list in my mind. I'm just allowing the world to open itself up to me. Sans headphones and sans right. anything. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, it, <laughs> in a weird, obscure shout out, the kid that came to me up on the street in San Francisco saying, get off your heroin, uh-huh. uh, has a point. You know, most people would be looking at their phone. They wouldn't have seen the mirror at all. Exactly. So what is your heroin? What is obstructing your view? How come you're not observing? And how come you're not moving forward? Because your observations aren't yielding anything worthy to move forward upon. Think about that while you're out there flying that kite. And if you knock somebody's mirror off, for fuck's <laughs> sake, do the right thing. <laughs> Yakoki. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.